You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Mega, your boy, that's right, with another one, talking independent comics, of course, you know how we do, right, today I have a great guest, remember these two amazing images that I showed off on the year now, Wepa and all, well, I'm happy to have the individuals that blessed me with these beautiful gifts to talk about the amazing press that they got in Onyx Comics. I mean, an awesome independent comic book press that, you know, is known in the circles of the independent world, man. Y'all don't better not sleep. If you don't know, you're about to learn. First up, let me introduce the one and only, better pick up your head, Ernest McClendon. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, what up, what up, fam? How you doing? How you been doing? Doing great, thank you, man. Let me introduce one of your your, your fellow uh, creators in, in the project as well. Yes, I mean, he's amazing. The one, in, he's your man at arms right here. Where it's it's Let's do it. The one and only Devin Richard. What's up, kiddo? How's everybody doing out there? Man, everybody's doing great, man. And thank you for taking time, fellas, man. I, I hope you guys have recovered from MegaCon. That's where I had the pleasure of meeting you. Shout out to CX for taking me over to your table, introduced me to the world of Onyx Comics. I appreciate that a lot. Yes, and we appreciate it too. So let's let's start talking, fellas. Let's start talking, man. First up is always the origin story. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. I'll start with uh, Ernest. Yo, tell us a little about yourself, where you hail from, and how did you become a fan uh, of this genre? Oh well, I always liked to draw. When I was coming up, so so you know, it just that's just the baseline for anybody who's in the comics. You know, the more <laughs> is drawing, and um, and I went to art school. You know, I worked in some ad agencies and did some printing of this and that, that and this, but I always like comics. And then okay. I just started Onyx Comics one day. At first, I just gave, gave myself a name. And then time went on. And this this when I ran into uh, Devin at MegaCon. And just, a MegaCon, you mean? Yes, the MegaCon. And I just, Devin was Devin was actually a vendor there. I was just a spectator. Oh, well, you know, so what I, year was this? Oh. See, night, night, night time make me, now you make me tell my age. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like, what, almost like six, seven years. Okay. And okay. that, when you were at me, that was my, actually my first mega con. Okay. But I met Devin as a, uh, just a specter, because he was, you know, because Devin, Devin is aggressive now, you know, once he gets someone, when he gets his mind. <laughs> so, that you know, he brought me over yeah. to the table come onto the table and we've been back and forth ever since and I told him one that said look dude I'm starting a publishing I need you to come up with a good story he said dude I got a story for you I said remind me I liked it because it was different smooth and I said let's go with it so it was that simple for you guys to connect up is this how you remember it Devin That's a, <laughs> that, this is how I remember it. I was there I was selling books. A gentleman was coming along, right? He had his wife with him. And I was noticing he was he was looking at a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, come on over. Check out my new book. Because I was doing a book called Las Locas. 
okay? okay. He picked up Las Locas. So he was telling me that he was interested in getting into comic books. Well, I'm like, okay, I'm hearing this from a lot of guys because that Megacon, <laughs> seriously, it's a bunch of people that have done books and they do their first issue and then everybody like disappear. I got like thousands of books from guys that have done one, two, and three and I get started reading the books and then you turn around and I see them and next year, one year they have a table and the following year, they walking around again. I'm like, you know, what, what happened? happened? Yeah. But when he yeah. told me he was interested in doing, uh, he was interested in comics. I'm like, okay, so what are you, what are you going to do? So uh, six years later, I get a hit from him. I'm on Facebook. He's telling me, hey, man, I got my own page. I'm like, well, let me see what you do. And I flip over to his page on Facebook. He's got wonderful art. I'm like, so you really did sit down and actually do what you said you were going to do. So I'm looking at what he's doing. We talk from time to time. I tell him different stories and stuff. He asks me questions about how you do this. How do you get into the, you know, the field and all of this? Never knowing this gentleman wasn't just going to start his own page. He's going <laughs> to come back and tell me, hey, man. You know, won't you know? You come over and work over here with us, and I'm like, okay, I'm listening. I'm always open for things. Yeah, what do you want to do? So I start kicking ideas to it. Next day, he didn't sat down and drew what I'm telling him. So I already wow. on the right page. I gave him an idea about Buffalo a Buffalo Soldier store. He turned around, drew the whole uh, character out for me. Wow, really? That's that that quickly. That quickly. So I already knew he wasn't just talking. You know? Man. And I'm like, okay, well, look, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. So him and his wife come to me one night. I was having uh, different things happen. And uh, they're, they're like, okay, Devin, we're creating our own uh, label. I said, okay. They were like, uh, would you do a book for us? Would I do a book? That's all I do. I said, okay, well, look, if you got, do you have any idea? Do I have any ideas? <laughs> yeah, I got some ideas. So, you know, what do you want? What do you want? Once we talked about what he want, I'm like, okay, I got five different comic books in my head that Ooh. I can stick to him, but I ain't got money, but for one. So we're going to have to figure out which one to do. And the one we figured out was 13 Tribes. Ooh. Let, let, you know what, folks? We're talking 13 Tribes. Hold on. Yes, because, yes. Uh, I'm going to hold it up so they can see this pretty book. Yeah. Hold on. Let, let me put that on the screen over here like that. Bring that up. Yes. Put it up again. Look, yes. look at that. Look at that gorgeous look at book. That. Look at that book. It smells pretty, too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you listen. That's the mark of a true comic book collector when the first thing you do is open up a book and smell the ink. <laughs> yes, yes this, it's, it's a pretty book. And, and what they telling me issue two is hot already. Yeah. Oh, really? Let, let's yeah. start taking some looks at some stuff here because, I mean, look at this. This is just a sketchbook, folks, but God damn, look at that cover. And that was done uh, by Rudy Vasquez. Out oh, of Yeah. It's another gentleman from uh, Texas. I use a lot of artists from home 
but I also use all of all of my international artists. Beautiful, okay. brother. You you so, so you're building the only worldwide web for real, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And yeah. the irony how this is most of the artists that I run into that I use are usually gentlemen that have tried out for Marvel in DC. Say what? Yeah, Marvel and DC are very bougie about what they want because they want somebody that, listen, they're not looking for just skill, but they're looking for someone that's dumb. Right. And what I mean, and what I mean by that is someone that's willing to create, not understanding like you could own those properties and make more bank. Don't, don't, don't give it away for a bag of chips. You feel me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. In the old days, you would actually go up to the editor or somebody that uh, or send something in. Now they won't even allow you to send things in anymore. They literally have to be walking through a comic book show and somebody from Marvel or DC picks you. Yeah. Have you seen those lines? For, yes, for those? Yes, I, I, yes. I saw it at San Diego, I believe, for the first time where they had a uh, like a Marvel pitch pitch booth, if you will. Right. Man, yeah. you had to see this line. And I'm just thinking, you guys are suckers, man. You're going to give these people that money when you can make this on your own? And once you sign their contract, you're not allowed to do any other independent work for anyone else. You got a, Yeah, you got a bunch of gentlemen that work for Marvel in D.C. that actually had books that they were trying to pitch to Image or the Dark Horse, but because of their contract, you can't work on any outside uh, work, right. only theirs. Nah, that that's that's not fair. I mean, cre- yeah, yeah, this is a different economy nowadays. So, yeah. see, see, yeah. that's, see, but me as looking at as an artist, I know I can't fit because when I think of Marvel and DC Image, they have a certain art style. Yeah. Either they want to look like a Jim Lee or Jason Scott Campbell. <laughs> you no, know, you, you know. So my thing is, I don't. I don't want to be them. Yeah, you want to be you. Oh, I want to be you. So, so, so I tell people, you know, they tell me oh, you should try. No, because I know I'm not me and Marvel. You're not gonna fit because I'm not gonna draw like this. And I tell everybody yeah. the story I had. When I was coming up when I was coming up uh, in Ohio. I went to a a, a comic book show. Marvel was there. Some heart pages, and at that time, Todd McFarlane, all them was hot before they yeah. jumped the image. And everybody told me I like your stuff though, but can you get more like a Jim Lee or something like that? So I oh went home hurt. So I told my wow. mom. My mom said, what happened? So when I told her the story, she says, you know what? That's fine. If you draw like them, it's not going to say earnest, is it? It's yeah. going to say you're just another copycat of this person. So draw what you want to draw. And from that day on, I don't I don't follow nobody. I get, I get, you know, stuff like I draw like this person or like this. You don't person. need that. I you hate know? comparisons, yo. I, I despise comparison. Yeah, don't so, compare. We all bring our own unique business yeah. to what we do. You we know do. what I mean? Period. That's not what they want, boss. When of course first, not. When we first started out, and I did my very first book, I can remember um, George Perez. Came over and I used to read Teen Titans. And he told me, he said, "Um, You know what, man? I said, What? He said, Out of independence, you guys are the most professional I've seen, but check this out. I said, What? A lot of people passing by your table that's looking at your work, they work for Marvel. And I said, Really? 
And he said, yes. And they're looking at everything you guys are doing. <laughs> but do you think Marvel came by and offered us jobs? We've even had not. people that went to see uh, a lot of the artists that were there and they came back and I was listening to them. And they was like, man, I went over there and I showed them my stuff. And they're like, dude, are you going to go over there? And I'm like, no. And they said, why? I said, dude, I don't want to work for Marvel. I want to be Marvel. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to beat Marvel. And they were like, huh? I was like, if they came over here and offered me a job, I would actually refuse it. I don't want to work for Marvel. I want to be Marvel. I don't want to work for them. And look, we have another awesome independent press company ran by my good friend and fellow comic crusader, Paul Hayden. He says, love this and agree. Walk your own path. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we do it. We do it every day. I think Devin, we Devin, we talk like every other day. Yeah. Y'all talk more to each other than y'all spouses, huh? No, 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 the spouses you got though, they're on the money though. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Look, look, the why the wise be keeping us in keeping us in control, but that's that's not it. No. And I told them, I said, now look, now once they get real close and on the same page, I said, we're gonna be in trouble because they'll be Making decisions and for that, okay, <laughs> hey. But, hey, but listen, you know, they're working great with my you wife, guys, so. I'm thankful for my wife because a lot, of, a lot of stuff I can't do, I can do, but I don't want to do. Like all the business side of this, like setting this up right here. When I come downstairs in my art room, I'll be ready to draw, draw, paint, and I'll be yeah, trying, I'll be trying to do that business stuff, and I'll be like, I'll be like, man, I can't do this. I say, sweetie, help me out. Just, just, and she set it up for me. So I tell you, look at this. And that's Kiss Me Comics says the man, amen. Guys, make your own path. And it's funny, he himself yep. has his lady. As we were doing our recording, you could hear her in the background. Yeah, this is this is what it was. I mean, she really like running it, and I love it. I love when I see couples like this. This is what makes you guys power couples, man. Y'all gonna be yeah. power couples in comics when you yeah. when you're able to work cohesive like that, you know, you know, with, with your spouse. And then with outside folks like Devin, you know what I mean? Yeah. You create this family. And this is what I see through Onyx, and it's beautiful, bro. Yeah, oh, because yeah. Oh, my yeah. Book. yeah, Devin and I, Devin and I, man, we, we talk about some everything, man. He come up, bro, I got this idea. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. okay. Well, what you got? See, Devin, Devin is like a um it's like it's like a Motown. He kick out so many ideas coming out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> they just be shooting. They just because I'm over six years, man. He, he done pitched me. He got vampire stories, Dracula stories, all these different stories that he got. And he also got books that he already got. He got like five, six books already fully written. Beautiful. Check yo, Devin, man. When are we gonna see this stuff out in the world? What do you mean, man? I've been uh trying to do books since what 95? 95. That's wow. So that's a perfect segue. The journey. Yeah. Journey, man. So your journey has been since 95, my brother. And how has that journey treated you? What do you mean? I I we got a cover, an alternate cover done by Larry Strowman through that through that journey. Okay, because I've met so many different people. I've, or I met Arthur, at, yeah, Arthur Adams. Yeah, I gotta find his phone number because I have <laughs> his number somewhere in the house. And he's like, when he saw 
because with me, I started with landscape books, and I'm still going to do landscape books. But I've met people like Arthur Adams, like uh, Steel Freeze. He yeah, came. Oh, yeah. Brian is crazy, yeah. Uh, George Perez. I have, I have, I've met so many different people, and I hopefully once I get 13 tribes going, okay, I can actually call back on all those people that I've met to help us with the push. But the the journey from 95, bro, I've I've worked two and three jobs, get books printed. Wow. I've uh, I've uh, done a little bit of everything legal. <laughs> to, to <get> <laughs> yeah, legal. Yeah, legal. I get okay. it. I get it. I get it. But yeah, it's um, we started when I very when I started. I we started before the internet. Okay? And that's our that's the joke that we tell. Like when I run into kids when I needed artists we went to uh, art supply stores and we had to put up uh, banners and stuff and notes Jesus to look Christ. for artists. There was no yeah. getting on a computer and yeah, right. getting contact people. My brother, so, right? You know, where was the post back then? An easy tweet. I need an artist, right? Right. Back then, you right. guys right. had to haul stuff to store. Right. That's why they, when we talk, people always say, and a friend of mine, Mike, always says, you know, as far as comic books are concerned, we are considered OGs. And I asked oh, yeah. him, I said, why would you say that? He's like, Devin, there was no internet when we started. We used to meet up at the Houston Library, <laughs> and we would tell other people and put the word out. So artists would actually just show up at the library, and that's actually how we started wow. our very first comic books. You had to do, you had to go up to colleges. And high schools, word of mouth. So when I first started my first group, I had everything in the group from kids in junior high. The kids in junior high would talk with the high school uh, artists and the anchors and stuff. And that's how they would learn. Um, We had people that would show up from colleges. I had a guy, a friend of mine, that the uh, seriously, the police were looking for Okay, he was, a, he was a tagger. Damn. So he would go around and he was tagging everything. Okay, so he was also a partner and he disappeared and we couldn't figure out what happened. Come to find out, they had called him tagging a bus stop. So uh, he, was actually, he was actually downtown. So they're thinking it was a gang back in the day. That's how much tagging he was doing, and it was Jeez. one person. <laughs> okay, so we had I had a little bit of everybody working with me because we were trying to actually get books going. So it, I've I've gone from libraries to actually uh, working and people work meeting people in homes to actually doing cons to actually. Uh, working with someone with the church and oh, um and doing like a Christian comic book. Hey, um, man. Christians uh, read comics too. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the only problem with that is they don't really want to buy comic books. They want to read. Oh, them. hey. <laughs> they don't want to buy. They're asking you for a donation when they're trying that's to right. cap your yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, it's been a long journey, but 
it was something nice that my wife said recently. She said, I'm proud of you. And I said, okay, why? And she said, because no matter what happens, you have not stopped doing what you love. And, and, I, and, I, and I can, can vouch for that. I can vouch for that because he called me three days hot. Man, these are <laughs> so 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 uh, earnest. Man, when I, so that, that's when I said, look, we got to do something. And he always told me, man, Hey, we got to work together on something, whatever it is. I said, man. So that's the story of your journey. He hits you up. We got to do something. And that's what started your journey. Like, where's your journey come in, Ernest? Well, mine came in because I'm an artist. And I tell everybody, I don't mind. It's like, not not that I can't write. It just rested that my mind go off somewhere. You know, I get to draw stuff before you know it. And I'm the kind of person, I'm the kind of artist. I don't want to do a book that's 28 pages because I'd rather do 10 pages of the character in a steampunk setting. The next 10 pages, he's in a he's in a futuristic setting. Huh. That's just the artistic side of me because I don't want to – I see so many artists now that come along. They draw superheroes all day long, and that's the only thing they want to do is draw superheroes. Yeah. Because that's what they mind. My thing is I don't want to do superheroes. I don't want to spend it tight. So – I draw big girls, skinny girls, fat women, you, you, and, you know, and I always get that, well, she's pretty, but why she's fat? Because I don't want to draw the stereotype woman. Because when I walk out the door, only thing I see is I don't see that, the stuff I see in the comic book. So I try to get like a Will, a Will Eisner look on things, yeah. on how he looked Oof. up with different type of people. So, yeah, that's where I come. But my journey is always like comics. And I just really, within the last five years, my wife really helped me see what I want to do. Because awesome. she went with me to a comic book show and she was like, How come you ain't doing this? I'm like, doing what? Mm. Doing shows. I was like, I don't know. And at that time, I just I had a bunch of big girl stuff like my like uh my Christy Love, little comic strips yeah. I was doing. And she came in one day and she slid this form in front of me on the table. I'm like, what's this? He said, get ready, you're doing your first show. I'm like, hold up. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. So she ain't even asked you. She ain't even she ain't said, yo, here, she ain't you, you got a you goddamn table. You better shut <laughs> this shit off. Yeah. <laughs> and then she would tell me, I'm like, well, well, I ain't got nothing to show. Well, she told me I can't get my money. I can't get my money back. Put your big girl drawers on. Sink or oh, swim. Not, not so, even boxers. He, she said, get your big girl drawers on. <laughs> big girl drawers on, sink or swim. So, Lexus and Kind, which I always—that that was my first—that was my first show. It wasn't a local show; it was a national show. Oh, Lexington wait a Kine. minute, Lexus and Kind. Yes, my first show was a national show. I had no banners, no nothing, and I still broke even, and I still made a little bit of money. And that's why I was ah. like, you know what? Kiss you Me Comics says she drafted yeah. you, son. Yeah, you got drafted. <laughs> that's exactly what she said. And I was like, you know what? Cool. I like cool. And for years, she was saying, you need to get a website. I'm like, man, I want you to know a website. And so now I finally uh, got an assistant to help me with my website. Every Friday, start loading up stuff. Uh, we're going to start loading up stuff for 13 tribes, a couple of pages so people can see. It just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And with her, helping, with, with her helping me, man, it takes a lot. Because I come to, I'm drawing now. I'm drawing now, you know, and like I just I just like to draw. 
I, I just love the draw. And as long as it's something different, she's my aunt because I don't like that quick hit. And I want to do something. I, I get to do something else. So, yeah. So, but my journey, as long as, with Devin, as, long as I got Devin on my side, my wife here, I can take it anywhere I want to go. Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. let's keep talking about the 13 tribes because I know we're showing off this beautiful cover. But let's get a little bit on the inside. Yeah. And look yeah, how yeah, gorgeous yeah. that coloring is, folks. The paneling, yeah. everything. Explain what's going on here, and, and is this, what issues is from what's popping. It's issue one, man. Issue one, beautiful. Look at this. Issue one, they uh, they uh, assassinated a prime minister, and uh, the council has sent coffee as a retribution. So is this coffee? This guy? No, no. man, coffee on his knees. Oh, this is Quaffy. That's Quaffy. Quaffy came in and he's praying. And they're thinking he's praying because he's scared. And they don't know is he's praying to God uh, for them, for their souls because of what's about to happen to them. Oh, really? So basically he's going to, he's about to put, oh, as we see, he's going to put it on him. (laughs) That's it. Yes, but. That's but see that's the but my favorite page in the book is oh, here we go. Oh wait a minute, let me let me put that up. Let me move you and put put you up on here. This, this hey, look page. at that. This, this is my favorite page in the show. This one right here. Oh, dude, and, and folks, look at that beautiful, beautiful coloring on that. Hold on, let me put you on the solo layout so that cover. I mean, yeah. look at that coloring. Look at the panels. Look at the action sequence, and this is independent comics. You see what I'm saying? Good and all, all of that is done by a gentleman named William Allen Rez. Now, this is really? the funny part, because y'all were talking about power couples, right? Yeah. When we first got the pencils for that, right? Yeah. My wife was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? He was <laughs> like, uh-uh, I'm not feeling that. He needs to, those pages are different. The original pages, when I got the book, I showed it to my wife. And she was looking through, and she was like, uh, I don't like that. And he actually had to go back and fix some of the pages. And then when they colored the pages, because on that one, we went from pencils to colors. There were pages in there that had been colored. And I showed it to my wife because it's not going to pass. And yeah. she, she said, she was like, you know what? And I was like, what? She was like, uh, two of these pages, I'm not feeling at all. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, them pages been colored already and paid for. She was like, Devin, I don't like this page. <laughs> she flipped through hey. and I don't like that page. So I had to go back and change two colored pages. Wow. That's how serious. And the interesting thing is, and this is another thing that made me proud. That book is edited by my wife, okay? My assistant editor is my 13-year-old son. Oh, another family affair. And wait a minute. After the book was done, after the book was done, I came home the other night, right? He was sitting, he was, the the book was laid down somewhere. I said, okay, who got my book? And he said, your son was sitting there and he read through the whole book. Oh, and I'm wow. like, so he just sat back and re-edited the book. And she's like, yeah. So when I see him upstairs, right, I pass by the shower. He's like, hey, Dad, uh, 
I read the book all the way through it. I'm like, okay. He's like, um, I got some ideas uh, for up and coming books. And I'm like, seriously? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to write them down and show them to you. I love it. Empowerment, man. Yeah. That empowerment for your kids. Like, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Let them be business. Again, Kiss Me Comics is, is, is the same because they do it. They, see, all in the family, which is beautiful. Is that, <laughs> they do the same. Yes, yeah. so I love it. Yes, this yes, narrative. Yes, I love see, this narrative, man. My issue with Ernest with my books is he's a writer. I mean, he's an artist. He only want to do 10 pages. But see, I'm a writer. When I start <laughs> writing De- my Devin, book Devin, Devin, 10, Devin, 10, Devin, 10, Devin, 20 Devin, pages. Devin write a novel in 24 hours. <laughs> Yeah, he's giving you 300 pages of art. You're like, bro, are you nuts? <laughs> Dude, I wanted the books to be 40 pages. And he's hollering about, man, them books only need to be 21, 28 pages. And I'm like, Dude, we're independent. Let me do a 40 page book. But yes. see, okay, okay, but here's the thing, though. I'm looking at it from not just as a book, also as a business aspect. So many independent comics come out with these 40, 50 page books. And they can't get them printed because if you print color, it's gonna cost you. It's free as money. And you print black and white, it's not gonna cost you as much. So I was like, look, you want print color, cut the print, cut the pages down. We can't compete with Marvel DC because we don't have the funds to do that. They can come up with these graphic novels. I said, so if you were independent, cut your books down. Stop trying to do these graphic novels off the rip when you first come out because. You have, I don't see an issue with people do 60 pages books and I look up, well, I need another artist because the first artist couldn't yeah. finish. Let me book. blow your mind, my brother. I, I've met creators in Massachusetts, especially a specific creator, that he does his Kickstarters page by page. If you want to see the rest of the book, you're paying for each page. Almost on a webcomic style, but people fund the page. He does that, and the next thing you know, after they pay for 22 pages, here comes the book. See? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild, but it works for him. Yeah, that, that's, was, that's ingenious right there, man. I can well, see that. I was thinking about doing webtoons. A lot of people are jumping on webtoons. I mean, if, even DC worked out some deal with webtoons. Can, can I say... Um, do I understand how that works? No. You know, I, I don't know anyone personally that got a Webtoons deal and how that's going to work out for them. It's the same thing with the Substack. When you see that James Tenyon saying, okay, well, after I finish with DC, I'm done. Everything's on Substack. So how do you make that money? You know what I mean? Anyway, you yeah. got to market your ass off because you know that Substack's not going to market for you. So yeah. anytime you move yeah. to a platform... You know, you got to do more work. That platform is not marketing for you, especially as indies. So this is why I admire about you guys. You have a team. You know, you 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 push your product out. You're at cons kicking ass. You know, you're engaging. I mean, and then you bless me with beautiful artwork. I mean, look at this. And well, hold on a second. Let me tell you about the con. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about the con. <laughs> it's a con? No, Mr. <laughs> no. We did Megacon, okay? And everybody knows it's the biggest North American con, okay? okay? I have been trying to get everything because I was I was sort of worried a little bit. So I'm like, I'm going to do posters, and I'm going to do a sketchbook. And when we printed the posters, they called me. The printer called me and said, come on. 
And I said, what's going on? He said, you got to come see these posters. The posters are going to probably do better than comic book. I said, are the posters that good? He said, Devin, how much were you going to sell the posters for? So I told him the price. He said, oh, oh you need to double that. I oh, said, okay. wow. So we get to the show. I put the posters on the table. I put the comic book on the table. Normally, I'm having to do a song and dance to get people to just stop at the table, pick yep. up books, because I have to be aggressive. That book was calling people. Okay? I got the posters, the sketchbook. People are passing by. Come like, man, what the book? This is the first issue. Man, that's gorgeous. Yeah, give me one. I'm talking about no song and dance. They're just reaching in their pocket and handing me money. Okay. Oh, so basically they were just reaching in and like, here's my wallet, charge whatever you need to charge, right? Before, <laughs> before I knew anything, I had already sold a box, bro. That, okay. See, that's what people want to hear. That is amazing. No, I, I mean, he came out the he came out the box and sold almost 240. What? Yes. Yeah, that, that's unheard of. And, and no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I sat down, okay, <laughs> and I'm like, I brought two boxes of books. Megacon started turning people away at 60,000, okay? Yeah. Had they let everybody come in that showed up, mm. I brought two boxes of books. There was 150 books in each box, okay? Yeah. I was down to my second box and I was at a half. Wow. You feel me? So I think, honestly, it was more than 240 books sold. And I would have, I would have actually not have brought enough books, y'all. Oh, wow. Had they let everybody in. Yeah. Cause, cause wow. they, they, they was, they was going, they was going through the books. Cause you call them over there, they'll look at it. And the first thing they'll say is, if they're they a floppy person who like click, oh, this is a nice book. Mm-hmm. This is a nice book. So your they, presentation they, is amazing, guys. You have a beautiful presentation on your product. That, and of course, you're also engaging, and then you have a team behind you that definitely wants to keep people at the table. <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah, do an amazing yeah. job at that. I mean, again, yeah. I mean, look at like, like this page, for example. I mean, look at this, folks. What's going on here? This is just intriguing shit out of anybody. What do you mean, man? I had uh, uh, the day we showed up. Where did everybody go? I'm here. The day everybody showed <laughs> up, um, <laughs> someone that I knew passed by, and he saw the book. He was like, oh, nah. And I'm like, really? Nah. Nah. <laughs> like, nah, man, that comic book. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to see. <laughs> and I went to the table and I sat down and Ernest and him said, what's wrong? I said, oh, I just got some uh, negative feedback about the book. And the gentleman next to me said, let me see this book. And so I showed it to him. He said, Devin, I used to have my own comic book store. And mm -hmm. I said, okay. that's a good book. He said, this book is gorgeous. Whoever gave you negative feedback, man, do not listen to them. Do what you were supposed to do, that what you're here to do. Yeah, man. Don't listen to the haters, bro. I hey, mean, you never even know because I'm probably sure 
of why they were like nah about it. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure I know why. But you know what? It's the people like that, F you. You know what I mean? But the whole thing I wanted to get out to the people that are actually listening to this show. Listen, guys. If it's something that you want to do, do it. Please yes. do not be sitting at home years later making that statement. Man, I should have. I could live a life I would. of regret. Exactly. Yeah. Don't yeah. let those people tell you that you can't do something. That's why right now I'm looking at Netflix and Hulu and I'm shaking my head because I'm like, these people have completely forgot imagination and they forgot <laughs> how to write stories. Because yeah, everything yeah. I'm seeing seems like the same thing. Same thing I'm like, over and over again. <sighs> Tragic. Oh, yeah. Everything gets keeps constantly rehashed. If you yeah, know. it's nothing original anymore. I was just sitting down, and a friend of mine called, and I was like, what's up? And they was like, Devin, you know they finna do Highlander again. And I'm like, they finna put out a new Highlander series. <laughs> and they like, not only that, they're talking about movies. And I'm like, you know, this is really getting sad when everything that we watched when we were little is back on TV. Oh, bro, I was complaining to my wife the other day about this, where it's like, what happened to originality? I am tired of remakes and reboots. I don't need them. The OG did it better anyway. Every remake and reboot never gets it right because they're trying to sell a message. Huh? And we're still gonna do it better. OG is still gonna do it better, guy uh, dog. Absolutely. This is why 13 yeah. tries. Yeah, you want some good stuff, you gotta go to Onyx Comics. Well, that's Comics. where the yeah, business yeah. is at. That's yeah. where they do independent creators. You get like original characters, you get POC universe. Well, you know yeah, what I mean, and- nothing that feels forced. It's so natural. Yes. Like I was telling Kiss Me Comics. And that's what I love. It's that, you know, even they tell you, man, listen, look, Kiss Me is with you. He's another publisher. He's like, they're always haters. And we see the same thing. You know what I mean? Yes, we do. You know, and and we get it. You know, we're different. We're coming onto the scene. We're making ourselves more noticed, if you will. Because, again, that's what it is. And and, and nobody likes when you start shaking that can, if you will. You know, that proverbial can and making the noise. Like, we here, man. We're tired of being ignored. Yeah, yeah, we are. And, we are. So, and I love what you guys are doing. You're doing some awesome stuff. I mean, again, look at this artwork, folks. I, I, I got to keep showing it up. This is my. You guys almost made me cry because this is my first piece of original art. Yeah, original I, art. Original. I, I don't do. I don't do copies. Do you I, hear I, this, yo, folks? Ernest, I don't you, do copies. They don't sell prints. He was like, here, no copy. This, original. You got to feel this, and it's like he he knows what I like too. Bastard! How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> look, and then look at this gorgeous piece of art right here. I mean, look how beautiful these guys are gifted. They're blessed, folks. And, and that's and, one of the next comic books coming out. And, and, when? When? Now we're already at the stage to talk about the future. What's coming that, next, folks? That is one of the next. That's Oblivion. 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 And he will be showing up. In 13 tries. When, when, when can we expect this and how how can people get their hands on that? You will probably be getting oblivion. Honestly, things have been actually going so well that I'm thinking oblivion may actually be on the table for, if not the next show, it should be ready. We're going to get started on it for summer, for the summer coming up. Yeah. 
Oh, snap. We got to do, the, do the second issue of 13 Tribes simply because when we left Megacon, if you go we to my asking, TikTok, asking for book two when we, it we was left. so many people running up and they were talking about it. They were like, Devin, you better not come here with our book two. Oh, so they threatened I, you. I can't show back up in Megacon without two. Without and, book two, yes. And I will say this right now uh so that everyone hears the first 10 pages of issue two of 13 tribes have already been drawn oh nice and, and what what's the uh, scope of it of pages on this one so if we don't say- let me go further than 28 but uh warpath is drawing the book and he sent me one of the pages and did he contact me back he's like i don't like that and i'm <laughs> like what do you mean and he's like, Devin, I'm going to cut that page in the half. I said, in the book, ain't 28 pages no more. You done already went in the 29 pages. Hey, you, like, hey, you're costing me more, kiddo. With right. So, no, you, right but, now. But you know what, though? You know what, though? I, I don't like doing Kickstarters, for one. No. Okay. I, I never did because that's too much work. So when I told people <laughs> that I'm publishing a comic book, you're not doing a Kickstarter? I said, no. Well, how are you funding it? I said, well, and I tell, I said, the man who's writing the book worked just as hard as I do. Yep. I said, you know, and, and me and Devin talked about it. I said, to me, if you do a Kickstarter, if you don't have a humongous following of 15, 20, 30, 40,000 people, your book has a chance of not getting funded. Yeah, I, 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 I see so many artists who has nice books don't get funded. I said, then it gets heartbroken when you see somebody like Walt Potasio, somebody start a Kickstarter, or Frank Cho start a Kickstarter, and it gets funded in 24 hours. Yeah, no, and I and, get that, though. It's not just the following, too. You also have a job as a creator to use every avenue available yeah. to you to market the product, and unfortunately, a lot of creators don't do that. They don't go, hey, comic crew, I got something coming out. You want to share this? Hey, so-and-so, I got this. You want to share this? You know what I mean? You also got to use your press contacts and use your community. You know, you got to use that social media. You have, you know, even if you have 300 followers, it doesn't matter. Spread the word. And especially when you tell people that they have a big following, hey, I know you support me. Would you mind sharing this? You know, learn how to use the web you're building. And let me tell you, you never know how far you could get. Well, we 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 know because we even went gave plasma and told the people what we was giving plasma. I got books in the trunk of the car. <laughs> okay, yeah. we still do it like the old days. I got I uh, in the trunk of my car riding around the with old, me. The old school when we used to buy <laughs> a tape. Tape cassettes tape, right from the truck. Yeah, right. yo, the yeah. mixtapes. Yo, I got that yeah. clue. I got I, I got that new joint right here. Yo, check That's it out. Right. Like, bro, you have to see my mixtape collection. I have it in a box. <laughs> yo, it, I mean, but now I have no player for it other than yeah. my old Walkman. But yeah, yeah the Walkman well, folks, that's something you should put a tape into. <laughs> but, yeah, you know what? Young folks won't know what that is. They ain't gonna know what that is. But something I was also thinking about on the real. You have all these big companies and stuff that create cons. Well, you have little places and stuff in Houston and in Texas and little that you could actually start your own con. You can actually oh. do your own show. 
that's what I was telling somebody else. You have comedians and they have the nerve enough to say it's a one man show. Dude, if you uh, find somewhere that you can sell your book at, like a little flea market, you got to do. See, and that's one thing I learned from the journey. You got to do the footwork. You got yes, crews. I've run into people and they got the products. Well, say, man, why don't you do flies and let the people know? Or why don't you go to comic book shows and tell them you want to do? Oh, man, I ain't nobody. And because I'm not nobody, I'm going to buy a show. You know how many uh, books I done did and went and actually did signings at comic book stores? And I don't care if I'm not Frank Cho or Stan Lee or nobody. I'm Devin Richard. You're going to come get this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but then at the same time, like, stay on the lookout now. Not only are we a publishing company, we also go start doing our own cons. We had set up Onyx Con right before COVID hit, and the place that we were set up at, so we had to cancel it. So we're going to try to do Onyx Con for 2023. He said, I have books, will travel. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, like I said, not only am I doing publishing, I'm also doing cons. So, like I said, for 2023, 2024, you will see Onyx Con. Onyx, what? I forgot. I, I forgot how my wife said it. Uh, What's that, man? Let me know where I can buy my table at. Man, you, man, you already oh, know. Bye. Yo, bro, if he charges you for a table, man, I'm going to get mad at him myself. I did. Family is free, son. That's that's Devin. That's Devin talking. Devin knows what he, he got. Devin he got he got a table. He got a table. Yeah, he and I love that. that. I have the same idea because again, we're all about you know showcasing and and celebrating independent. And like I have the same idea. I would love to do my own con one day and celebrate everything independent. I mean, I, yeah. I don't not. Listen, I know that some big two creators do independent work, so I'm not gonna bash them or anything but it's it, i want to truly focus on independent comic book show that's really the key for me because i you know again people want to always ask the bigger companies for that but it's like they don't understand that indy's been doing it yeah you know? and i think i think and i think any can take over we we all just gotta get on the same page yeah, so they celebrate each other, even though you're on different publishers, you are not yeah. on the scale of a big two. So work together in an avenue where you know we all get celebrated. And like, he understands, you know, and he he just kiss me comics. Like they when I said, Yo, I'm gonna be talking to honest comics, like, I heard about them. You guys are already <laughs> legends on the circuit, kiddos. Just, you just know? Hold on, man. We coming. <laughs> we coming. Yeah, we coming. Because I've got an idea that I actually want to shoot. And it's been in my head forever. I'd actually like to go to some cons and start talking to the independents about actually I've always wanted to do a magazine called Maverick. And Maverick allows everybody to just come in and do a five or ten page story. So a lot of people that haven't been able to get printed could actually put their because you you everybody's read heavy metal, okay? Yep. And heavy metal's gotten old, but I still like heavy metal. But heavy metal is doing some stuff though right now. They keep getting good. I mean, even when I was at MegaCon, you had a person, I think either on the next aisle or across from you, Fabrice Sapolsky, that like I, I spoke to him and on that Saturday, he's like, Al, I got this crazy email. Heavy metal wants me to be one of the editors in chief on some projects. I'm like, What? 
I wish you had told me that because I want to do a 13 Tribes heavy metal story. Say no more. I will connect you with my homie. You're done. Don't worry. Done. Done deal. I want to say. Everybody kept saying 13 Tribes would be perfect for heavy metal. It looks it, man. I mean, it looks heavy metal. I mean, I hear a heavy metal. I don't hear a hip hop soundtrack behind that book. I hear uh, like a heavy metal soundtrack. Some seven dust on that MFO. You know what I, I mean? Can do seven dust. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Yo, bro, come on. They're awesome. But hey, <laughs> Metallica, my system. Come on. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a metal. Like, listen, no mistake. This PR. I love my hip hop, but I could get down in a, in a mosh pit too. All right. Okay. <laughs> we're about to do a Nigerian reggae concert in hopefully a couple of weeks, all right? Right here in the House of Blues in Orlando. Well, we're we, trying we're worldwide out, when it comes to music. So we're trying to figure out where else can we go in Orlando and I mean not just in Orlando and Florida, because we were asking about other well, Tampa has a show, and from what I understand, fellas, that Tampa has a amazingly huge comic book community. That's even bigger and surpasses what Orlando has to offer. And this is coming from comic shops in Orlando. Serious? Tampa. Yeah. They're telling me, yo, like, if you're serious about comics, Tampa is really where it's at. Well, I, I, well that's our next stop, Devin. Tampa. Here we come. That's oh, what they're yeah. telling me. I'm new out here, my brothers. But I, I've gone to three comic shops, and all three comic shops have, have told me the same, like, Tampa has the bigger comic book community than Orlando. Then you're going to have to tell me what con to go to in Tampa. Well, I'll find out when my comic shop was popping over there, and I'll communicate that back to you guys what is the hottest. But then, again, that means I'm just going to have another opportunity to hang out with you guys. Come on, hang out with us there, man. Like Joe said, Pierre, I could hide under the table, and when somebody's iffy, I'll pop out like a jack in the box talking about you better buy this book because man, we just <laughs> go, we just gonna buy you a chair and let you sit behind us. <laughs> behind, behind Listen, enjoy. I'm there for you guys. I love what you guys are doing. I love the message. I love the tenacity. I love the hustle spirit. And now with that, this is where we're gonna end it from both of you. And I'll start with Devin on this one, Devin. In your journey, what are the lessons and advice that you could give an up-and-coming creator? Lesson number one, I already said it. Don't let any of the haters get in your way. The other advice is do not try to do everything on your own. I had a good friend, and that was his problem. He wanted to draw it. He wanted to write it. He wanted to ink it. He wanted to do everything. You can't do everything, okay? So find you a group. Get people that you can trust around you. Because, you know, a smart man has always said that if real leaders keep people that are smarter than them around them, you get what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Facts. Facts. You know, that's why I'm blessed by having so many smart people on my team. <laughs> that's that right. right. Way above me on stuff like, yeah, everything I'm doing is is a step-by-step learning journey for me still. I'm not a pro at this. That's you right. Know? And, and I learn every day, and I am blessed by having wonderful people on my team 
and I also have an opportunity to talk to folks like yourselves that further inspire me and, you know, and keep that fire ablaze, if you will. And thank you, Devin, for those beautiful words there, man, which is truth. What about you, Ernest, and your journey? Well, you know, what journey, can you talk about it? Uh, I'm coming from as a, the publisher and the artist. The publisher side is that's always going to be a learning experience. And you always have to be open to criticism. And my thing is find people who have did it before you. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid. I mean, people are going to tell you no. They tell you no, you just move on and find the next person. It happens. This is part of life. You know, keep your nose to the ground and always keep looking on how to better yourself. Now, as an artist, I tell everybody, you, that's something you have to do every day. Or at least try to do every day. You have to hone your skills, either as an artist or as a publisher. They're, they're both skills. So every day you have to do something. If you're going to be a publisher, do something that's published, that publishers do every day. If you're going to be an artist, do something that artists do every day. So my thing is get in there, hone your skills, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, and keep an open mind. And just, just keep an open mind. I love that. That's the same thing that the last guest had said, too, in regards keep an open mind. It seems that that is the most important thing, you know, like. Definitely, as a creator, just understand that, you know, understand the opportunity that's presented to you and see if it is a good fit. And if it is, then there you go. If not, then, you know, be honest about it, though. Don't lie to yourself or to whoever gives you the offer. I love it. You guys have been amazing, yo. I mean, the stories are awesome, the journey, the books, the artwork. I've been showing it off. So let me just, again, show it off. So website, onyx4comics.com. All right. Yes. And I don't mean spell out number four. It's the number four. Number four <laughs> so onyx yeah. four comicscom And you know, Ernest, you know, awesome dude right here. Passionate. I love the energy kiddo. You know, check him out at Onyx Comics on Instagram, Onyx Comics One on Facebook and Twitter, and Onyx Comics on TikTok. Now you're telling me you're ticking and talking, brother? You know, Are we're gonna see some dance moves or what? What's popular? Wait, no, no, no. I got that from Devin. Devin, Devin <laughs> said, dude, I went on TikTok and I got so many hits. So I uploaded some of my artwork. I got like 634 views. Oh, beautiful. So so I got that from Devin. I said, Devin, I'm like, okay, I'll go to TikTok. Wait, so Devin be ticking and talking. He like be breakdancing on air or something? Yeah. Devin <laughs> be, be showing 13 tribes. Right. And yes, the funny thing is, on one of my jobs, I ran into, I think, maybe, honestly, 13. 13 seems to be my number. 13-year-old <laughs> girls. And they're like, no, old people on Facebook and Instagram, if you want everybody to buy something from you, you go on TikTok. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> they're the old folks are cheap. You want the youngins. I love it. So there you go, folks, with Devin. Follow him at TikTok at Devin's Comics Adventure, on Twitter at ComicsBYD, on Facebook at Devin.Richard180, and at IG at ComicsByDevin. Very simple, folks. Again, but most importantly, visit this website and understand the amazing work that these individuals are putting out. Stay tuned for where they're going next. Make sure to visit them. Remember, Ernest don't sell prints. So you go to Ernest, he's going to give you some artwork. 
you know, Devin got massive artwork and prints, so you get a little bit of everything. But most importantly, buy 13 Tribes. Support this amazing project that they got going on. I want to thank you both for your time. And you know how they say we don't give flowers, right, to creators. Let me give you your flowers. Thank you for doing things to entertain us. Thank you for putting yourselves out there in the world, you know, up for criticism and all. But on my my opinion, you guys are doing amazing. God bless you. You guys are awesome. And I can't wait to see Onyx Comics characters on the small screen and the big screen because I really do see that happening for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Nah, man. It's, that, that's real it. talk. We well, that's, we already heard something like that at the show. So it's yeah. it's coming. I know it's coming. Again, when we speak things onto the world, yeah, things do in it, fact yeah, happen. Speed into existence. Speed into yep. existence. Yes. It's going to yeah. happen. So we're going to get a real POC world of comic characters soon. That's going to be awesome that you're not even going to care if they're POC. Because another day, there's going to be awesome comic characters. Because using acronyms like that at the end of the day only hurts us. We're all human at the end of the day. So how yeah. about that? Yep, yeah, right. Now, and now I will tell you something about the piece you got behind you. Yeah, the original piece that's from the book I'm gonna do after we get finished working with. Yes, that's Birth of Butt. That's the original Birth of Butt piece. Birth of uh, man, is it, did you know me when you is like, yo, bro? Did you read that in my eyes? No, 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 no. called Birth of Butt, Big Butt Vixen. He he's so, all Puerto Rican. He goes, Puerto Ricans love big butts. Yeah, that's true. Always. I'm not gonna deny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ernest, Devin, yeah. you guys have yeah. been amazing. God bless, God bless you guys on your journey. And I want to tell you guys that Comic City is your home. So please, you're always welcome back when you have a new project, a new thing, anything going on, wherever you're going next, please let us know. And I'll be more than happy to share that with the world. All right. And okay. our wonderful listeners. Okay. And folks, cool. I'm not going to tell you where to go because the outro tells you all of that business. But with that, I want to thank you for your time and joining us today to talk to the amazing folks behind Honest Comics. I'm Al Mega with Ernest McClendon and Devin Richard. And we out. Much love, fam. We out. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 